how do we get someone to like us? People Science 101. Good morning, good morning. How's everybody doing? Good morning, doing good. Good. Let me tell you how you guys how I'm doing. That's how I'm doing. I'm working out two times a day with an 18-year-old potential NBA caliber basketball player who's killing minds. I can't freaking feel my body right now. Pretty sure this arm is about to fall off right here. This one. Bye. Oh. Shooter. Ah, no <laughs> triceps, man. We did triceps this morning. Oh my god. Oh, so uh, I just finished up a call with Cluster. Is Derek on here? Yeah. Yep. Um, with Cluster Networks and TechStack on uh, website redevelopment, optimization, SEO, social media presence. Dude, he was pumped up. Oh my goodness. I'm jacked up about tech stack guys. They're going to make our jobs easier. Right? We'll give everybody a couple minutes here to get started. And we will jump in. <clears throat> Tom, going to see you live and in uh, color in what? Three weeks? soon it's gonna be great looking that's forward to exciting. it that's exciting sean there's sean sean's gonna be here live and living color mike ray you other guys february is gonna be an amazing class i met with coach sam last night and uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be epic they're all going to start getting recorded too. Uh, Mike and Andrew, you guys that were here in person, this next one's going to be recorded. It's exciting, exciting stuff. All right. Let's see. All right. We're five minutes past. We're going to kick things off. All right. So um, this call is just a weekly check in for us to get together. Right. And just gather our thoughts on where we're at for the week. Right. And what I want to do is, um, you know, you guys on Monday, everyone said that they were clear on optics and responsibilities. Right. So at this point in the week, right, I just want you to in the all squads channel, right, either on track or off track for this week so far. If you're on track with the activity and the focus, right, hitting your meetings, hitting your activity, right, are you on track or off track? That's all I want to see in the All Squads channel. So there is 12, 13 of us here, right? 14 with Scott Martin coming in, and I'm going to go too. So I am on track with my metrics for this week. Beautiful, beautiful. On track, on track, on track. Right. We have we've defined optics. We know what good looks like. Right. Are you doing the activity that has you getting the results that we want at the end of each week? Right. And if you're off track each week, then you talk about it with your coach. Right. If you're on track, then 
you're doing the things that are expected. It's the opportunities that start to come from that. It's the digging into the details of the activity so that you can enhance right, the results that you're getting. Okay. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Beautiful. All right. I think we got everybody. Two, four, eight, 12. Who hadn't posted? Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. All right. Y'all got to make me go through here and look. Come on. Everybody in all squads. There we go. Scott Martin. He's coming. Okay, beautiful. So you guys see where everyone else is at. You see where you're at. All right. So if you're off track, get with your coach. All right. We're going to jump right into sales training. Okay. In uh, sales training today, let me pull up a Word document here. Based on feedback that we got on Monday, today's sales training is going to be on how to overcome excuses and objections that customers have. Hey, Logan, good morning. How are you, bud? Hey, in the All Squads channel, right, we, I want you to post whether or not you're on track or off track with the weekly metrics and optics, right, that we want to accomplish. All the other guys just posted in there, on track or off track, that's it. If you're off track, right, sync with Derek on that. If you're on track, good job. Keep it up. Um, okay, so I'm going to share my screen. We're going to take some notes here, right? And uh, and I don't write like Coach Sam, so I just I just type notes in here. So um, how to overcome excuses and objections customers have. Okay, so this is going to be uh, this is going to be uh, interactive, right? So what's the first thing that comes to mind for you guys? Like what's the obvious answer here to of how we overcome excuses and objections that people have? Like what's what's the very first initial thing that comes to mind? Anybody? Be prepared to respond to objections. What do we call those responses? Rebuttals. Rebuttals, right? That is the obvious first thing. Rebuttals. All right, prepared with intelligent responses to people's excuses to justify why they should do what you want them to do. Okay, so that's the obvious answer. So here's where we go deeper. Because the truth is when, when you have to use a rebuttal, you're already halfway dead, right? You're on your way into the grave with that opportunity. And a rebuttal is designed to revive it, right? And shock some life back into the opportunity to compel the person to move forward. So if you had to go deeper, right? If you had to ask yourself why five times, right? Or how? five times, right? Um, there's a saying, you know, if you want to truly understand something, ask why five times. And you have to go so deep into that answer and that reason, right? That once you answer that fifth why, it's like, okay, now I get it, right? Same thing with how, right? So how do we go deeper to overcome the excuse or the objection that a customer has to overcome it who has an idea ask a yes yes question okay 
Yes, yes, question. Let's, let's just make some notes here. We go, yes, yes, questions. That's one answer. Who else has got something? Go back to some of your ammo that you that you collected. So, you know, hey, you told me that this was a problem. Has that changed? Um, you know, just going back to their point of pain. Okay, what else? If you're using your buy-ins and tie-downs correctly, you should be able to uh, find the, the objection quicker, right? Like temperature checking with them. Does that make sense? How does that feel? Uh, those types of questions. I call that temperature checking. Anybody have anything else on how we yeah. go deeper? Um, training, because when you're not prepared, folks go to their lowest point of training. So you need to be prepared ahead of time for worst case scenario. I think you can avoid a lot by doing your research on their industry. So those relatable stories that we tell um, help to diminish things because we already know something that they should need or a problem they face. Puts us into a position of trust pretty quick. So that's the closest thing to the answer that we've heard so far. So you want to know the answer, clearly definable to where you can speak it right, in words that people understand on how to overcome excuses and objections with customers every single time. Here's the answer. You overcome excuses and objections before they're ever spoken with the story that you tell. The pitch, the pitch, there's five stars, five parts to a conversation. This is one of the first sales lessons I ever learned, okay? Intro, short story, which is your pitch. This right here, is one of the first sales lessons, Sales 101, that Sidcore, that has over 7,000 salespeople, commission only, in a multi-level marketing scheme, right, teaches. <clears throat> and your pitch, your story, is where you are going to position yourself and your company to be unique, to have differentiators, right, with that uniqueness, that create compellingness for them to have a conversation with you. What is the average time that you have with someone on a cold call or that's never spoke to you on the telephone to make that first great impression? 30 seconds. How much? 30 seconds. Anybody uh, else have a guess? I thought it was seven. 37, anybody else? Eight seconds. Too much. <laughs> Eight seconds. Okay. So we have eight seconds to make a great first impression or risk getting hung up on. Okay. All right. So we overcome objection and excuses with the story that we tell. So now we ask ourselves, 
Well, how again, right? If the pitch is the answer, how do we tell the story to where it accomplishes what we want? Okay, so we go how again. How do we tell the story to accomplish what we want? What do you think the first thing we need to do is in a conversation with someone for the first time, right? Whether it be a cold call or whether it be a phase one audit or whether it be a new partner that we want to, you know, think of us and tee up an audit for us down the road, make an introduction, whoever it is, it doesn't matter, right? And then we're just talking about business right now, okay? It could be a girl that you want to take on a date, right? Or, um, your wife, something you want from them. I should have used that one first. Uh, all, of, all of us, but Luke here uh, are married. Let me just scan real quick. Yep. Um, so we're, we're all married. Um, it could be something we want from our wife, right? We know her, but um, anybody you want to get anything from, what is the first thing that you need to do in regard to have some rapport? Okay. Um, so establish, let's fuck this word up, report. Does that spell like report? R-A-R-E-R-T. Oh, yeah, yeah, report. Okay. What else? Beg. <laughs> Beg? Beg. Got to break the ice a little bit here. Um, I, I was going to say, you know, just create a common ground, relate. I think that kind of goes in the report, though. Get them to like you and trust you. Okay. All right. So here's some of the answers. What would you say to this concept? The first thing that we need to do anytime we have a conversation is be relevant. You have to be relevant to the person that you're talking to with the story that you're telling, right? So the very first thing that we have to do is be relevant. If we're talking to the IT director and we start talking about the P&L that doesn't roll to him that he could give two shits about, are we being relevant to him and his role and responsibility and the things that he cares about. Yeah. yeah. What if we're talking to the VP of marketing about IT services and consulting just because they wear a VP title inside of a company? Are we even talking to the right person? Can we be relevant in that person's world? To a uh, chief marketing officer? Yeah. Yeah, sure. They use technology more than anybody else. They are, they're like six people down the list of, of key influencers that could help us get what we want. There's, it's not that they couldn't, but they're not the best, right? Like we want, okay. we want to be working with the folks that we can be the most relevant to with our skills and our expertise, right? And then we want to say, the things that compel that person with our relevancy the most. Because 
in order to be relevant, what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think about relevancy? What's our intention? Speak to their needs. I mean, you want to make sure they know you, you know that they're, you know, their biggest problem, right? Like their industry problem, what they deal with on a daily basis. Okay. So that's, that's a, that is a how, right? But there's something in front of this that I'm looking for. Solving their biggest problem, right? First. Be a dynamic and entertaining storyteller. Okay. That is uh, with the relevant story, obviously. Even not even that is first, right? Not even that is first. How about this? See if this resonates with you guys. All right. The first concept that you have to think of in being relevant is you have to make this worth their time. Right? What I say to you has to make it worth your time, right? And then how I'm going to make it worth your time is I'm going to solve your biggest problem in your life in regards to technology now. Even if they don't like you yet, you have now gotten their attention, right? Because let's be honest, most people we talk to the first time, they don't like you because they don't know you. Like literally this morning in the gym, okay? Um, Jason and his wife, Hillary, who looks like a freaking supermodel from Brazil. So I'm sure this guy walks around the gym, like always tense up, like thinking he's about ready to have to fight somebody because everybody's looking at this smoking hot Brazilian wife, right? And he just, he's just cold, right? And we don't know each other. And this morning, I've seen him like 10 times at the gym. And I'm there with my 18-year-old Hungarian, and we're getting after it hard. And anyways, like, he puts the weights on the wrong number because they got all the shit outside, right? And he's lifting – he's doing some tricep extensions with 15-pound dumbbells. And he puts them in the 17.5 on the, on the dumbbell uh, rack. He puts them in the 17.5. And I'd overheard his wife just talking about how aggravating it is that people do that. So mm-hmm. me just hearing her talk to him about it and him saying, hey, it doesn't matter, right? I made the joke of, like, hey, man, you just put the 15s in the 17.5 spot. And he turned around and looked at me, right? And he's like, shit happens, right? And, uh, and then I, I, we started exchanging dialogue, right? And long story short, before I left the gym in 20 minutes, Jason and his wife, right, were asking me about Nashville. They want to go to Nashville, right? When's my wife come to the gym? Because I said, I got a wife, right? They could be sisters with your wife, right? She's Monica's height, dark hair. Like, they're literally the exact same frame. Um, So we... We established rapport. I got right, them to open up and have a conversation with me right, with, uh, with the joke. But anyways, I got sidetracked there right, about getting people to, uh, to like you. Right? Um, even if they don't like you, if you prove that you're relevant, they will listen to you. Oh, yeah, that's where I was going with that. Right? Like, so I'm sure he didn't like me before that conversation, that dialogue opened up. 
and you learn, hey man, I'm not here at the gym to like scope out your wife, right? Or try anything, right? Um, I got a wife just like you do, you know? So we, I was relatable. And now next time I see him, I'm sure, you know, it, he'll be a much more friendly guy. Um, but he didn't know that until I created, until I opened that up, right? So first thing that we have to do is we have to prove to, to people that we are worth their time. And we do that by solving their biggest problems, okay? Um, what is the third thing that we want to do, right? Once we show people, hey, we're valuable, we're worth your time, and we're going to solve your biggest problems, where do we go from there? Like, what can we do to be even more compelling inside of our business model? What do we do to be even more compelling? Like a Blue Equinox value proposition that if you've heard me once, right, in a call with the customer, you've heard me reiterate this as the most important thing that they're going to get from Blue Equinox. They get us. They get us. But how? How do they get us? What is us? Define us. And our whole project management system, maintaining it, and relationship. that We are the glue that holds everything together. So, exactly, right? Our guarantee is that you're going to get three people every time, right? You do business with Blue Equinox, right? And become a new customer, right? You're going to get three new people added to your IT team for free, right? Those three people are me, your ambassador for all things IT, a project manager to implement and manage all things IT, and an account manager who is going to make sure your services never get antiquated again, however the hell you spell that word. Okay. So that's our relevancy. Mr. Customer, I can promise you that if you spend 60 minutes with me here in this phase one conversation, right, that we're going to talk about solving your biggest problems in each one of these six different areas of IT, right? And we're going to put together a heat map, right? That shows you red, yellow, green, where your biggest risk, liability, and exposure is, a roadmap of where you want to go, right? Which our project management team is going to step in and oversee to make sure that we stay on track and it doesn't take up your time to oversee and manage this solution implementation. So Blue Equinox is going to implement, manage, and maintain all of your IT services forever, as long as you do business, right? And we do that last part with an account manager that is assigned to you. So you get me, a project manager, and an account manager 100% for free to be the liaison, right, for you in between your company and the providers of these services. Derek, yesterday with the three, three location, I think three location bank that we were on, right, did that resonate with the new VP of technology? Absolutely. Absolutely. Logan, what, what was his response to our methodology of how we audit IT services? He's never, he's never heard of it before. He was amazed. He's like, I've never seen, uh, seen it presented this way. So first thing we did, first conversation, all right, on the phase one audit is we became super relevant 
with our uniqueness and the variables that we of how we do what we do, right? In comparison to everyone else, those differentiators, right? And we reiterated that value to become super relevant right off the bat. Okay, so now we are relevant, beautiful. We have his attention. What is the second thing to go deeper and overcome excuses and objections that we need to do? We've, we've proven our relevancy. Now, what do we got to do? Nurture pain. Derek, you said it earlier. I'm a storyteller. Thank you, Logan. <laughs> we have to get people to like you. Relevancy is first, right? It's one thing. But if people don't like you, right, and you prove something is relevant, well, if they're talking to someone else, they'll just buy it from them because they like them. If all things are equal and I don't like you, but I like that guy, fuck you, I'm buying from that guy. So how do we get someone to like us? And this is where the dynamic and entertaining storyteller comes to life. Okay. And there is back over here. All right, let's see, eight seconds. Okay, there's a word that I want you guys to know the definition of docile. Who knows what that means? Not exciting. Mellow. Vanilla. No. Not, not aggressive. Um, not aggressive. Ready to accept control or instruction. Submissive. Ready to accept control. Submissive. Who would you rather talk to on that initial uh, phase one audit or cold call or partner call someone that is docile and ready to accept control instruction and be submissive or someone that is super controlling and always wants to be in charge and thinks they know everything right so we want to be talking to docile people people willing to accept control and instruction. <clears throat> Submissive. Right? People are sheep. When a leader shows up, they can lead them because they have knowledge and instruction that they know they need. Right? You can lead them. You can herd them. Right? It is People, science, 101. But you have to prove your relevancy first. You have to get them to like you before you can get them to be submissive and be willing to receive instruction and control. The docile person, the extremely docile person will give you 30, 45 seconds on that initial phone call. The non-docile person, you got six to eight seconds before they're hanging up on you. So understanding your audience. Uh, uh, okay, so dynamic and entertaining storyteller comes to life to get people to like us, right? What are 
ways we get people to like us. Who's got one? Have things in common or that you can relate to, that they can relate to, to you. Okay. So icebreakers. First thing we say to people to get them to find commonality with us. Okay. So let's get specific. What are the things that we have in common? Tom, what's something that we have in common? I have an extremely gifted athletic son. You have an extremely gifted athletic son. Let's talk about that. What's that topic called? There's a couple of them there. What is it? It's common ground. I know, it's, but it's what, what's the category? Family. What's the, oh, in that? Family. Family. What else is in that? Athletics. Sports, right? Athletics. Okay. Now we're cooking with a little gas. We're moving along. Uh, in your it fits in hobbies because what how you spend your free time. Exactly. Right. What else? In your example of the gym, you mentioned location, Nashville. Location. What else? Education. College. What else? Life experiences or history, things that you might both have done, uh, whether you served in the military or things like that. There we go. I'm, I want specifics, right? So military, right? It's a huge one. What else? Maybe religion? Not uh, normally, but okay. Oh, no. Uh, music. What else? Cars. What else? The list is long. Boats. Vacation. Really anything. <laughs> anything, right? Nonprofits, right? Uh, family. Friends. What's the biggest tool, the most commonly used uh, resource out there for you to use to research these people before you have a conversation with them? LinkedIn. And what are what are commonalities on LinkedIn that you can find immediately? Belong to LinkedIn connections associations. You share LinkedIn groups. You follow, right? Those work experience. Yeah. These are all things that if you research the person and you find commonality that you can speak to will, that will get them to like you right away, right? Okay, so <clears throat> we roll both of these requirements into a great introduction that shows immediate value and uniqueness with guarantees that are unmatched in the industry. And we say it all with enthusiasm Confidence in certainty. Okay, what I just said there is the biggest reason and the biggest difference in why you will be successful or average or even unsuccessful. 
the last three words, enthusiasm, confidence, uncertainty. All right. So what are the ways we show enthusiasm and build confidence to gain trust, ultimately getting the customer to like you. All right, so what are ways we show enthusiasm? Let's hear it. Tone. One at a time. The tone that you speak. Okay. Tone Tone of voice is so significant, right? If you don't raise your voice when you're talking, then you don't create enthusiasm. And if you don't do that naturally, then you have to what? Practice. Practice. Shoot your fucking free throws, right? I'm a basketball player. (laughs) So tone of voice, right? Steve, what was it you said? Smile. It's the very first thing that you do, gentlemen. Matter of fact, I want everybody to smile right now. Let me see it. Come on, let's smile. Let me see it. Come on, Tom, you're not smiling, damn it. There we go. Look at that. You just changed my mood. You just changed my mood when you started smiling. You have to show people that you're happy. If your life yeah, is- changes your own mood too. Listen, if your life is shit right now, okay, you got no money in the bank, your wife is pissed off, your kid's not doing what you want, your body is not in the shape you want, right? I don't give a shit right now. You smile like you're the happiest motherfucker on the planet. You're playing a part. This is a movie of your life and you are the main actor. You can go deal with that stuff after this conversation with this potential customer or partner. Right now, you have to prove your relevancy and you have to get them to like you. And your personal problems cannot come into this frame, right? It's a frame on the screen and you're in a movie right now. So you smile and you increase your tone of voice, you lower it in the conversation, right? When you want people to slow down and think about what you're saying. So we call that speaking with excitement all right tone of voice raising your voice speaking with excitement what else rate of speech how fast or how slow you're speaking and with that changing it throughout the conversation not being monotone all the way through so important so important all of these are important Right, that one is so important. What else? John, I tell Eye contact him. and body language. I'm excited. Okay, one second. Andrew, what'd you say? I just tell him I'm excited, right? When I start the conversation off, hey, I'm super excited to talk to you. I mean, whatever, I say those words, right? Because it reminds me and it tells them this is what my posture is. Love it. Luke, it's a great one. Body language. I'm going somewhere with this one right now. All right. What am I doing right now, Lewis? What am I doing right now? Leaning forward. 
What else? Looking directly into the camera. Into your fucking eyes. I'm looking straight into your eyes. That leaning forward and looking into someone's eyes, right? That displays confidence in certainty. Body language, right? So body language, leaning forward, looking straight into their eyes, right? To display, what else? Oh, you, you kind of need to mirror you need to mirror them as well though um you know based on their level keep your level where it needs to be but um people people react when you're acting the same way they're acting right when we're talking about tone of voice and changing it up and things like that if they're a slow talker and you're a fast talker you're gonna you're gonna kind of push them away so you have to you have to adjust and be a chameleon uh, depending on your customer that was my word. Chameleon characteristics. Adapt to the customer. Speech. I'm not going to dig too, too deep in that. And I could do an entire sales training on being a chameleon. Um, what else? Parents. So big. So big, right? You think, right? Your hair, your your shave, your clothes don't matter. They fucking matter, right? And even if they don't, don't let there be a chance that they do matter, right? You come legit to every meeting, every conversation with your appearance. And on this, now that everything's virtual and Zoom, right? Be on video, be on video. I was on a call with a partner yesterday. I closed in Houston. By the way, I closed a new partner in Houston yesterday. $3,500 more for marketing coming in there. Get excited, everybody. Um, and he didn't have his camera on, right? Like, all of us got our camera on, but Luke, I don't know what the fuck Luke's doing. But um, when we look at Luke's emblem there, right, like, it's not as well-received as if you got a, a smiling face, making eye contact, Right. Like you feel more like you're in a live meeting. So that goes into appearance now because everything is digital. Uh, what else? Well, with that appearance, your background or, or what people can see behind you over your shoulders. And that can be negative or positive, right? It can bring up things for them to connect with you on as well. That can be a distraction. Where's Steve? Steve! Holy shit. <laughs> Everybody look at Steve's background. How fucked up it looks. All the shit on your shelf. Right? We talked about that last week. Take all the stickies off your cabinet. Right? Clean your shelves up. Right? That's an example. Look at Mike Douglas's background. Woo! Polished, son. Nothing going on back there. <laughs> but it's, it's nice and neat. Polished. Or virtual background, right? Like I come in, I throw shit in this chair every day, right? So before I start a video, it looked like that, right? Makes a huge difference, right? Your background matters. Right? And this is shit you didn't even think about before. 
See, I'm, I made I made Steve turn his video off, right? He's like, I'm gonna clean my shit up right now. <laughs> oh, okay. So, video background. What else? How do we show enthusiasm? Make sure, make sure you're paying attention when the customer's talking. Paying attention, man. I find myself, especially if someone else is talking, right? My ADT, ADD kicks in, and I'm like, over here. All right, so these are things that we do to show enthusiasm, build confidence to gain trust and ultimately getting the customer to like you. We take the relevancy and the things that we do to get them to like us and we combine them together and now we become a powerful weapon to accomplish what it is that we want to accomplish, okay? So now, last thing, and then we're gonna wrap up with our fuel for the day, right? Is how do you train for this? Like, how do you train for all these things that we just talked about? Let's hear it. Practice Role playing. Practice. Role playing, okay. Who can you role play with? Coach. Peers. Coach, family members, peers, family members. Who else? Do your recorded meetings. I think you can role play with a vendor before a customer meeting. Part of your game plan. Self, right? Literally in a mirror, pitch to yourself, right? Your pet. Can't tell you how many times me and Whiskey have had conversations, okay? Like it's another living, breathing life form, right? It has a heartbeat and a temperature and it doesn't talk back or give you any shit. It's beautiful. Okay. Um, what are some, what are some other things you can do to train to become more relevant and to get people to like you more? Like what are some other things that you can do? What are some techniques, right? Give me something. Read some books about it. Videos on it. Books videos okay how about watch this other people. what what was that last one watch other people <clears throat> like your coaches or your peers see how they do it i right. like to i like to have a conversation before a meeting i like to have a conversation that i already with someone that i already have a relationship with like a customer that i have a good track record with and and it just gives me a chance to just kind of warm up, just a check-in call. How you doing? How you been? How's that thing working out? And it just gets your voice going and it gets you in the proper mindset. You're talking to somebody you've worked with before so and been successful with them. So your confidence starts to up. And, uh, and then I finish that call and then go right into the meeting or the new call. So listen, this is what you want every single blue agent that you talk to to go do. Listen, man. This program is gonna change your life. But it's at first it's got it seems like it's got a lot of complexity to it. So here's what I want you to do. Either take the detailed version of how to introduce an audit or the summary version of how to introduce an audit and go to your best friend customer that you have and tell them about us. Tell them about me. And we'll come do an audit there together with your best friend customer. And you're gonna see how powerful this is. And they're gonna they're gonna be open and patient. 
right, to the conversation. Go do that there. And I promise once you do it one time with a friendly customer, you can go to the customer you, that has never heard of you or doesn't know you, right? Or doesn't know anything, right? About anything we have to say, and you're going to be able to compel them. You just have to see it play out. You have to see a customer respond to it. Okay. Raise your hand, right hand, if you've seen a customer respond to the things that the coach says on a call and you instantly start to see them warm up to what we're doing. If you've seen it, raise your hand. You instantly see it. Exactly. Right. But we have to do it and display it first before that can happen. Right. So conversations with friendlies. Um, okay. So here's a few other things. So scripts, scenario training. Okay. Getting specific for scenarios with the key decision maker on a specific topic of technology. Right. You think you know cybersecurity? Have a conversation on cybersecurity with a CFO in the finance industry and how that's applicable to his business. And I promise you, you'll be a 10 times more powerful consultant the next time you talk to a CFO in the finance industry about cybersecurity. So <clears throat> those are ways that we train, right? I'm gonna send out my notes here to all you guys. And I've got a much cleaner one over here that I already had typed up, right? Um, so you guys are going to get this, be relevant, get people to like you, right. By being enthusiastic, speaking with confidence and certainty, doing these things here, training those ways. That is how you become more compelling. That is how you overcome objections and excuses before they happen. Of course, be prepared with your rebuttals, but you shouldn't have to use rebuttals if you do it the right way with the right person in the right circumstances. I hope that makes sense to you guys.